up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I am your host, Greg, as I usually am, joined by some of the coolest dudes we have here in Kansas City, some of which are educating themselves, some of them straight up said, hell nah, and I can't blame for Matt that. Matt, I'm in that no, no school camp for you. Now, that's not for everybody, you know. I don't want to be too cheesy and say, be cool, stay in school, but uh, there comes a limit for everybody. Right. Honestly, if you fail dare, just just quit. (laughs) We didn't fail dare. Dare failed us. Uh, No, they were very cut and dry. Don't do the thing. They just presented it terribly. The information was all right. It was all right. We, we, yeah. Look, look, we're just badass. Don't (laughs) don't do drugs. Otherwise, you're going to have tons of fun and be surrounded by women. Listen, that that's what that's what Dare told us. Their their only failure was making it seem like it was so easily accessible. And they're just people giving it out on the street. I mean, no disrespect, no disrespect to her. But Nancy Reagan had no business going in classrooms talking about just say no. Woman, you look like you was off a perk. I mean, is that any different? And, if, if, if we and that's that's Caleb, guys, by the way. In case you didn't know that, that's Caleb. Yeah. He's over here <laughs> talking keep, about Nancy Reagan on a perk. We can keep it a Virgil, but we're just going to have to keep it pushing, right? <laughs> we can keep it a Virgil. That's funny. But yeah. Yeah. So what's up, Caleb? How, how, how are you been? I'm hoping uh, not like you know the statement you just made, but you know what? Teach their own. There's a there's this thing called survival mode. Um, I fell off that cliff about two weeks ago, which is exactly when class started. Um, Floated off so, that island. Yeah. So the fact that I'm still alive is a miracle. Um, so we're gonna keep we're gonna keep rocking until the wheels fall off, um, which might be in about ten minutes. I'm gonna be real with you. We'll see what happens. Give me fifteen minutes. There's nothing really you have to do here. Just chill, hang out, vibe. A little bit, you know. I'm studying nothing. I promise. All right, so you be cool. Take a break. I'm saying I did, I did, I did, I did do my homework this week. I actually did watch the big gaming event that we had. So your boy came ready. We came ready this week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we we want to talk about that because usually we say, "Did y'all watch it?" And one of us says yes. Everybody else goes no. So we got it clear across the board. Wait, Matt, you watched it, right? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, cool. We got it clear across the board. All three of us this week did our homework. I even did it while at work and got paid for it. What? Don't tell nobody that. Don't, don't tell nobody that, though. Although it's work-related, so whatever. Do what you do. Um, anyway, let's talk about... Before we get into the, the Sony show that we all watched this week, let's talk about the games we did play this week. Now, Caleb, I'm guessing, based off of your past... And I've learned from history, you didn't play a daggone game this week, except for some mobile games that you've really enjoyed here and there, on the bus, on the way to work, school, whatever. Hey, it was, it's almost like you read my mind. Almost. It's Don't tell my like wife you've done that. This before. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what have you played this week? Um, if you've been listening to the past couple episodes, there's really only one right answer for this, and... Thy name is Destiny. <laughs> this isn't a hmm. King Arthur's tale. I have legitimately just been getting back into Destiny 2, playing the Beyond Light campaign, and my gosh, it has been fun. Infuriating, but fun. <laughs> What's so uh, infuriating about it? 
Um, I mean, a lot of stuff that you would get from any first-person shooter that also doubles as an MMO. Um, sometimes you just... You know the definition of insanity when you keep trying something, hoping for a different outcome? Yeah, about my life? Yeah, try that, but it's like you're dealing with a boss. <laughs> and I'm running the same portion of the campaign, and it's like I get through it, and then all of a sudden he literally like nerfs me out of nowhere, and I'm just dead, and I can't respawn at this point, so I have to restart that portion of the mission, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm good on this. I'll try it again later. Tries again later. Same thing happens. And the only way for me to truly be able to complete this with ease is if I level up my light. And the only way I level up my light is by getting better weapons. The only way I can really do that effectively is if I'm doing strikes and raids. Guess what your homeboy's not going to do? Play with other people online to do these strikes and raids. So, so just to <laughs> TLDR this... You suck, have to get good. That's why it's infuriating. Oh, absolutely. Also, I met someone who <laughs> is good at Dark Souls. <laughs> okay. Uh, elaborate? Just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And to be honest, when they asked, the, when they said that, I didn't even know what to ask to be like, how do you know you're good at it? Because it is... A universal, just like, I think it's a universal law that the game, not the game sucks. Like it sucks in the sense that how do you do this? Like, oh I no, sir. Have you watched some of the people play Dark Souls? No. Like some, some people have played that style of game to such a point where they, they just like when you're out there playing Dark Souls with range rooms and you're whooping it up, like you just got so bored because you played the same game over and over again. So it's like, let's make this. Mm-hmm. As, if as far as I'm already. concerned, Dark Souls is just Rolling Simulator 2020. Hey, Caleb's here people- for the hot takes, and I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Change his mind. I'm, I'm telling you, like, every time I get on Twitch and I see somebody playing Dark Souls and they're on their, like, 9700th run, all I see is them rolling. They just keep just rolling. forward rolls, just forward rolls all day. Yeah. So, so I was concerned. The next Dark Souls game or from software game could be Rolling Simulator Monster Edition Two, and I'd be like, "All right, cool." It's like this is the craziest game of Super Monkey Ball yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we lose any more of the few people who download the podcast, let's. Uh, I'm going to talk about the games I played. Oh, God damn. Uh, so uh, I picked up a, uh, a game that came out this week, pretty well-known, pretty uh, popular. I'm sure you guys heard about it, right? No. no. Tales of Arise? Oh, thank you, because it definitely wasn't 2K. I appreciate going down that. <laughs> yeah, I picked up Tales of Arise. <laughs> picked up Tales of Arise this week. Uh, I put about 12 or 14 hours into it this weekend. Um I'm I'm loving it so far. It's it's pretty simple, not too hard, too ridiculous. Uh, my one complaint at the get was like the camera positioning was. Um, uh, t- sorry, Caleb, we're really distracting over there. I apologize, man. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> it, it, it it the it the camera angle was like right behind 
your main character. Um, so it kind of threw me off a little bit. It was really tight, and I couldn't actually like get a wide view. But after adjusting to it and playing it for so long, like it's just normal. Um, it's an anime game, but it's not one of those anime games that gives you four hours of dialogue from the get. Like it actually, you're playing it right from the jump. It slowly eases you into everything. A lot of the story is, I don't want to say optional, but kind of hidden, um, but not really. So, like, as you come to certain points, you can actually hit the other one button, or I'm guessing the right bumper on the Xbox side of things, or whatever, F button on the computer. And it'll bring you into kind of, like, uh, they call it skits, but it's more or less, like, comic strip kind of style looking with VO over it. So, like, different windows will pop up into the screen of different sizes like you would expect from a comic book um, to give you a backstory. You can pull those up later to reminisce when you're at camp. Um, but combat smooth, simple. Um, it's fun. I kind of cheesed a little bit. I spent like four or six bucks and purchased 15 levels off the PlayStation store to give me that good, nice little jump just so I can get into it a little quicker. Um, but yeah, I'm short of saying of that like it's it's tons of fun so definitely would recommend it if you like action rpgs really good so far so good so i'll keep playing that i'm hoping to play through it and actually get to completion i don't know if i'll platinum it because some rpgs are super hard doing so uh but i'll check it out see what i can do and i'll keep reporting back as i get further and further into it on my thoughts on it but uh before we before we end the show, because we got a whole lot of show left, the only thing we have to talk about is the PlayStation Showcase. So I'll open up the floor. Before we talk about anything that was shown off, I just want to know two things. Overall thoughts, and did they miss anything you wanted to see? Caleb? Overall thoughts. 9.5 out of 10 um, on the presentation. Um, they didn't miss anything I wanted to see because they had more than I anticipated them to have. Um, they keep missing one thing, but at this point, I don't think it'll ever happen. I keep wanting them to announce some sort of PlayStation Plus with PlayStation Now collaboration i don't know if it ever happened but until then um i was happy with what they presented and i think this is the best showcase we've had video game wise in the last, last i would say maybe since 2018. Okay. fair enough uh matt you have any thoughts on it yeah, um, I thought it was real. I thought it was really well done. Um, there were kind of in a similar vein. I I just didn't know what to expect going into it, just because at this point there's stuff that they're already bringing to us. Not not quite like hitting us over the head with some of the stuff. Um, a la uh, not death loop. What is it? The other one that's like the the cycling assassin game. Fifu? Uh, I don't know if that's it, but I'll, I'll trust you on that one. Um, yeah, so I just, I just wasn't sure. 
and then they gave us what they gave us and then everyone's just like oh my gosh this is so great i i realistically i don't think there was anything that they missed at least from my expectations um in this one again because i just i didn't know what to think or going into it yeah i thought it was uh I think it's PlayStation's best showing in one of these directs or state of plays, whatever you want to call it. Um, since they've started doing these, was it 20, late 2019, 2020? Um, since they started doing these, they've been kind of meh. Like, they just, it definitely felt like they were trying to figure out what Nintendo had and was doing and get into that whole things. And this is the first one I feel like they nailed it on the head. Um, their focused ones have been great but i lose my attention span when i do 30 minutes on one game i don't want to see that much i don't care to hear that much for me personally i know some people enjoy that um but this one i felt like this was by far the best one they've done i don't know if i agreed with you off the top caleb without doing a little research on the best showcase in 2019 but that's only because time's a flat circle and i don't remember that much so like i know there's been a lot of great things but I can't be like, oh, this happened then because I'm not that kind of person. I'm glad you are, though. You know, keep me straight. Um, I, 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 I think we got what we expected out of this, and then a lot more. I think it, it nailed everything. It showed off a wide variety of different games. There was this was definitely one of those showcases where there was something for everyone. So, um, but with that being said, let's jump into the games. Let's jump into it. So. I want to talk about the first video they start off with that they call the city where play has no limits. This was that chess match that was going back and forth. Um, and there's there's a lot of talk on the Internet about their belief on what it represented. Um, and I I kind of had that feeling watching as well. But I just wanted to ask you guys, what did you guys think of that opening video? That video is what Saints Row thinks it is. Okay. Fair enough. Matt? Um, Caleb, keeping it straight to the point. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't know that I have a good or eloquent answer for that. I, I'm quite literally dumb in this regard. I have no idea. Okay. So maybe I'm just weird, but as I'm watching it, seeing it's a chess game and it's all about the moves you make, and as they're making moves on the board, things are happening outside, and you have the Black King, representative of the Black Pieces, uh, making his moves, and then you have the White King representing the White Pieces, making theirs, and it, it just... You have that backwards. It, black King, White Pieces, White King, Black Pieces. Oh, I wasn't talking about the actual color of the people, I apologize. I was just talking about in reference to the pieces themselves. Am I wrong? Did I say something? Because wait a second. <laughs> no, it was just you're, funny. You're making you're making me really self conscious here now. No, no, no. It was just funny. I was, was just talking was... about like the people representing the pieces playing, not anybody actually. Okay, so we're gonna keep moving on there. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna go there. My bad. Was... It was funny, but uh. But no, it's just like, I felt like I was looking into something that wasn't 
what was meant to be taken away from it, but it's very easy to see that representation as you have the black pieces on the board, the white pieces on the board, and PlayStation's a white console. Xbox, Xbox is, a, is black a black console. console. The, yeah. the white pieces won. They're making all these different moves. And it was like, it they was almost like setting up. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. was almost like setting up this entire showcase to say, we're making moves too. Check this out. So the internet went, went wild with it. Apparently, I wasn't the only one who thought it was more than what it really was. Um, but I just, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting piece of time. But the first game they showed off, I think the internet blew up with that, that is KOTOR. And this, this is also why I think that intro plays into that. So Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is coming to PlayStation 5 exclusively. And Wait, this game remake, it's a full remake. Is this a this, timed exclusive or like it's a full-blown exclusive? Bro, who knows anymore? Because we've been having rumors that Final Fantasy VII Remake is time exclusive on the PlayStation. And it's, it's been over a year and it's still not. True. So, like, I don't, I don't think anybody knows anymore, especially as you have more PlayStation games. And we'll talk about this more later. Coming to PC as well. Um, but I just, I thought it was interesting that they led with that video. And the first game they show off was an original Xbox exclusive game, which is now on like PC and it was on originally and it's on mobile devices. But the remake is coming exclusively to PS5. So kind of like rolled with that trend right out the gate. And we have more of that going on here as well. Um, but what, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Have you guys ever played Kodor? Yeah, so shout out to Rich Homie Toby, even though he's an Xbox fanboy, and 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 at least he's willing to he says he's willing to come on the pod, unlike Rich Homie Ricky. So we'll see. But Kotor is one of the first Star Wars games I was played on PC, um, and I remember it being like this. It was like the first true RPG I played that like blew my mind. Like I was like, this is this is a good game. This is what games are supposed to be. Um, I remember thinking, like, if I could play more RPGs like this, I'm in trouble. And then, lo and behold, a few years later, Oblivion came out. So uh, I'm super, super excited for this. Um, One of the things I'm more excited for is the fact that they've got some of the original voice actors back. Um, But beyond that, this isn't just... um, And and they were being being very choice with their words at the end when they were talking to the developers. They're like... Is this a refresh? Is this like, are we getting up res? And they're like, nope, this is a full blown from the bottom to the top remake, keeping the original story, but updating it, adding more to it. So we're still going to, again, my hope is we get the core of KOTOR with like the graphics of the PS5 power and like updating the story. I'm hoping what we get is something equivalent to God of War. I wouldn't expect that. And the I, only know that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But that I, that's, my, that's my Hail Mary. I'm thinking we might see something more along the lines of Mass Effect, where yes. it will be visually upgraded. It's still going to be the same game uh, for the story-wise, I'm, I'm sure. 
Um, however, there will be like quality of life updates that we'll get that will make it easier or maybe not easier, but more simpler to play, less obtuse. Well, have you played this, Matt? Because I haven't played it. I have not, but it's kind of like um, when you hear the story of the glory days from your older brother, who's like a few years older than you and went through like high school. It, it, it feels like that. So I'm really excited because I know a lot of people are super stoked on this game. Uh, and we've gotten some really good Star Wars games even following that. Uh, and so it feels kind of like a return to the roots, which I'm super excited for, for especially for people that never got to experience it the first time around. Kind of like me with the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's kind of like the feeling that I'm getting for this. Ooh. That's probably a better analogy than me with God of War. Yeah, it's the Final Fantasy VII remake all over again. Yeah, yeah. I, I this is one. I again, I've never played it. I'm excited to. I'll. This is probably if they do a collector edition, I'll drop my money on that one. So, yeah. interesting. I think play. Darth Riven. Riven is one of the coolest looking characters of all time. So, if they put out a Riven statue, say goodbye to my bank account. I'm buying all of it. <laughs> like you have a say in that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I yeah, we're gonna go. All right. So here we go. The next this game I'm excited for. The next one they showed off was Project Eve. Um, do you guys? Caleb's nodding along. Matt, do you remember this one? Yeah. 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 I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna throw this link in here. Yeah. So this one I'm excited for. It's kind of got that like Bayonetta anime style look to it. Um, but it looks, it just looks so, like, good. Like, the visuals of this game look phenomenal. Um, usually not much for hack and slash, but I kind of like that weird, like, sci-fi Cthulhu vibe going on. Um, but I, I, I want to know more, but this is one of those games I want to know. I want to know what's going on in the world. I want to know, like, the action... I was all going to play through, and it looked like there were, if I'm correct, different characters in the game as well. Um, so just more and more stuff that I'm really intrigued about. I can't wait for this. Thing. Might have my game a show. All right, we'll keep going on from there. And then we got breaking uh, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands gameplay showed off. So this apparently you got somebody who's looking for this one, huh, Caleb? Yeah, so I was really excited about this because uh, Borderlands 3 was amazing. Um, am I tripping? Did I say Borderlands 3? Yeah, Borderlands 3, amazing. Really, really good. Loved it. Um, Tiny Tina, since she appeared in Borderlands 2, has kind of been a staple. They built DLCs around her, uh, but to have an entire spin-off game built around this maniacal 12-year-old um, is going to be fun. They're going to be more fantasy than the mainline Borderlands games, but um, apparently this is kind of supposed to stand as like a jumping on point. So if you've missed Borderlands 1, 2, and 3, this is going to be a good jumping on point for you. It's more fantasy based. It's got the guns. It's got the loot. It's got dragons. It's got the Mr. Puppy Unicorn guy. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, Mr. Butt Um So I'm excited for this game because I think it'd be a fun way just to like jump back into that world, but also like have 
a different like for it. It's like Diablo. It's more Diablo esque, if you will. I know this like Borderlands is already like a Diablo vein looter shooter, but like this is truly a fantasy game within the Borderlands universe. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see like how varied it can get. Um, because they're basically saying it's D and D plus Borderlands, so I'm excited. We'll see. Matt, you're a Borderlands fan at all? Um, I'm a Borderlands fan in the way that it is downloaded on my PlayStation, but has not been touched. So no interest in this game at all? Huh? At the current moment, no. Okay. Uh, so. I was really intrigued by Borderlands when it first came out. I will never forget reading that game from people. Uh, just like Caleb said, Diablo shooter. Really excited. It didn't hit me. It didn't speak to me. I tried to. Didn't work for me either. Um, three, I loved. I, I loved it for the gameplay. I haven't completed it, which is kind of one of those regrets I have. Like I really need to go back and do so. But I loved the, the shooter mechanics of it. it. You can actually play that game solo, which I felt like you couldn't do in the first and two at least. Um, so I really, really enjoyed it. The storyline was pretty good. I already pre-ordered my $90 edition, so I get that season pass. Like That's how invested I am in this one comes out March. And this one, Caleb, I don't know if you remember we talked about about a year ago maybe, um, but about how we foresee games doing separate digital like physical collection editions and then having games sold separately, that's what they're doing with this one. So they're doing a $100 edition box. It's going to come with like tarot cards and uh, paper craft castle and a plush butt stallion and pins. Um, yeah, I need, I need to pre-order that because I, I got the big boy edition of Borderlands 3 um, yeah. and I got the Sanctuary 3. Eventually when I get a house and an office, I can put that together. So um, I need to run to my nearest pre-order a place and put down my money on that. Yeah, so I, I'm not pre-ordering that because I'm not into Borderlands that deep. Um, but everything else I am excited for. Um, moving on to the next one. We have uh, Forspoken. This was originally announced last year as for Project Athena, I think it was. Yeah. Um, we all yeah. thought when they showed it off that it was going to be some sort of like um, Final Fantasy spinoff, Final Fantasy 15, because the background they had, but completely different than what we originally anticipated. So this one, they showed off more of like the story itself. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I cannot say that that lady's name, uh, Caleb, you know, the, the voice actor. Nope. Same Can't one from, him. Uh, Jaina Gavin Carr, Janina Gavin Carr. Oh, killing me, Smalls. How do you not know Janina Gavin Carr? Anyway, she's one of the main characters, I guess, in the game. Um, it's just like a single woman who's got to move and just winds up in a weird, weird place. It's it's a movie we've seen a thousand times. Like we've seen this before. But at least this looks cool. Because I usually like harken those kind of movies back to like the, the crappy 80s, never ending story. I hate the movie. Um, so I'm excited for this one. This is another one from Square Enix that I can't wait for. 
I am unfortunately a Square Enix fanboy, despite my hatred for what they do. What are your guys' thoughts? I'll let you go first, Caleb. Um, when it first when it first started, I thought it was like another Life is Strange game, and I was like, man, these they never end with these games. And mm-hmm. then everything went left. I was like, oh, this is different. Um, I like the open world. I like the fast pace of it. Um, yeah, I like how immersive it is. There's, I mean, there's dragons, there's Jarvis, there's mysterious characters. Um, there's a whole world to explore. And if one thing that Sony's first party studios are great at doing, it's creating worlds for us to jump into and get lost. I honestly did not think Horizon Zero Dawn was going to be an interesting game. I thought like the fun of Horizon Zero Dawn would be taking down giant mechanical dinosaurs. I was completely wrong about that. The dinosaurs are secondary to how amazing the world of Horizon is and the characters you meet are central. Like the dinosaurs are cool, but like the world that they've built that you can create and explore that you can not create, but like jump into and get lost in. That's what makes Horizon great. Um, so I'm looking forward to that in this game, but also the action looks crazy. So looking forward to that as well. Um, yeah, I, I will say it's, it, it, they do, they do do a fantastic job building these worlds that you want to care about, um, and really just throwing yourself at it. And to be honest, like looking at this, I'm just like, you know what? One day I would try it. Am I going to get a day, day one? Absolutely not. Like that's where I'm sitting right now. Um, Because a lot of times, like we say this all the time, this game's for someone. Probably not for me right now. Um, It also depends on the timing of it and like what else is coming out. Because we talked about this last week. With, even with like that slight increase for games, like the cost of it, it still adds up. <laughs> and sometimes you just gotta pick and choose your battle. So I'm gonna just have to, I'm gonna sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, my bank's mad at me for picking and choosing all those battles. Um, now, Caleb, I mean, I totally forgot about mentioning the the combat system. Like, I love the way it, it looks like it's gonna run. It's like it's it's weapons without weapons. Um, so it's got like the whole Doctor Strange kind of weird magical aura things. I don't even know what to call them. Um, but they showed off, I put it in the Discord chat, they showed off like a picture of from the game itself of the character in one of the outfits. And it's like, it, it's insane. Like it looks like a Vogue picture. Something you see on the cover of Vogue. So I like... It's crazy the attire, the outfits of the game are going to be at. looks like you're going to be absolutely insane. Um, I just hope the world isn't too big and more flushed out. Because uh, I just I go back to Final Fantasy XV where it was a huge world, but it just kind of felt empty at times. Um, we'll see. I'm excited for it, though. Uh, game I'm not excited for, Rainbow Six Extraction. So are either of you interested in this at all? I'll let you take the lead. I do. I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of interested in this uh, Rainbow Six. My interest in Rainbow Six peaked with Rainbow Six Vegas Two, um, and 
I was probably the most excited person person on the planet for Rainbow Six Patriots. Um, and that game turned into Siege, which died on release, but has roared back to prominence with a focus strictly on multiplayer. Um, I'm interested, but we'll see. Because this is a fully single-player expansion, but it's still within the Rainbow Six Siege universe. I wish they would have launched a brand new something. But, I mean, Rainbow Six has always been its own little universe. Kill, or Matt, I'm surprised you're not intrigued with this. This kind of gave me, like, Destiny vibes or Division vibes. I, you know what? In a different life, if you're just like, hey, here's a Rainbow Six game, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get in it. To be honest, like, I'm not typically a first-person shooter, which is why Destiny is such an anomaly to me. And maybe just because, like, I love Halo. Um, but, like, that's the extent of it. Other than that, no. I'm not touching it with the 10 foot pole. Uh, another game that is supposedly coming exclusively to PlayStation 5 originally was a play Xbox exclusive Alan Wake remastered. This is a game again. I've not played. Uh, I don't play the horror genre very much, if at all. So are either of you intrigued by this? One want to take the lead. All right, it's happening, and uh, you can hear about it somewhere else. Love you guys. Um, and then we got a game that apparently the internet is tired of hearing about. PlayStation, or not PlayStation, uh, GTA 5. Got delayed for PlayStation 5 from November, which presumably same thing for Xbox, uh, into March 22, which who's surprised it's the second delay quite the if you guys remember gta 5 when it originally launched in 2013 went through this exact same thing um so it's gonna be the same game with new graphics i'm just saying in a new month at this point just give us gta 6 i'm i, I know all right man look i know look, man, look, i know i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying we do not talk about that nope <laughs> no nope. so that's on the that's that's on the ban list. That's on the ban list, okay? That's right up there with I, I that think, other I game think that we, came uh, out Saturday where they have the orange ball and the hoop. I think we, we don't talk about that one. We also don't talk about the vote to get the ban list. We need at least two thirds vote for the ban list. I'm out. <laughs> if we're bringing back the ban list, no, no, we're bringing no, back no, the no, no. And if we're bringing back the nope. protected list, nope. I'm going to start talking about LeVar Ball on this podcast. No. <laughs> this is, you know what? Mm-mm. We're not, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, right. LeVar Ball was right. All three of his sons in the NBA. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Even our room clocks work twice a day. All right. So uh, next we got three another... times. Three times. And so... <laughs> Um, that's not how that works, but okay. So the next game that they showed off was another one we've seen a lot of, or we've seen it a lot. We haven't necessarily seen a lot of. It's been quiet for a while. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, this one is interesting to me. I, I needed to see more from this game because everything I'd seen from it just left me with more questions. 
not like in a fun, oh, I can't wait for this to come out Hideo Kojima way, but I'm just like, a, what are we doing? Like, what, what is this? Um, and so in revealing more, I have less questions. I'm more interested, but I still don't know what the heck the game is. Oh. So this no. is like a catch me on a developer sale game. We're giving this away on PlayStation Plus game. I'll cop it. I'll play it. I think I'll enjoy it. Did um, they, I, I, just, I just don't know what it is. Did they give us a release window for this one yet? I don't remember. I did not see one. 2022. That's all we're getting right now. So 2022 for PlayStation is going to be either loaded or delayed. So no surprise there. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't play many horror games, but this one kind of has more of a, like a suffering Bioshock vibe from it, as opposed to like Resident Evil, Silent Hill kind of vibe. Um, I'm intrigued. I don't want to say, say I'm with Kayla where I'm like, I'll wait to like give away for free. Uh, if it drops in a month, that's kind of empty and barren and I have nothing else to play, which would be an absolute lie. Um, but there's nothing else I have in my library I want to play. I might pick it up. All right. Uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not going to lie. I tuned out for this. Yeah. It's it's starting to to become like Avengers all over again for me. Even when they first showed mm-hmm. it, I was just like, I can be intrigued by this. But... And maybe I haven't given it a fair shake. Everything about this just screams, don't touch it. <laughs> yep. And then, so we're all on the same page. I had the same feeling for the follow-up game, Blood Hunt. Like, I kind of picked it up a little bit, saw it, and I was like, cool. I know it's in, like, the Vampire Chronicles universe thingy place, but other than that, I know nothing. Yeah. Uh, looks like it's part of the Vampire's Masquerade series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the word. That's the yeah. word. I, I, again, I don't play multiplayer, so this isn't me. I don't care. Um, interesting. It, it looks like it could be fun for that genre, that, that, that player, but I don't have I have nothing in this fight. Moving on. We need to get some more players on this podcast. Like, you know, play, people play different things. All right. <laughs> Who's out there? You want to join us? Ricky? No. Uh, Deathloop's story trailer. I feel really bad. This game is getting phenomenal reviews right now. I think, um, did IGN give it a 10? I, IGN gave it a 10. Mm-hmm. Eight, Games, ten. Gamespot gave it a ten. Oh, that's wow. two tens. Oh, wow. Yeah, this You're is. Talk- I saw that. I saw that IGN ten. I was like, I might have to scoop during fall break. Yeah, I might. It, this is one of those games where it's. I I haven't. We've talked about this time and time again. Every time they show it off, I have no interest in it. Um, but the review being so so well from so many different uh, areas. Um, just people loving the gameplay. I, I might pick it up eventually. 
as Caleb would say, when it's free or it's on sale. Um, but right now, it's not my thing. If Caleb, if you if you scoop it up when you take a break here or there, let me know because I'd be intrigued. But yeah, it's definitely definitely gonna be a game I have to play during like one of these either Thanksgiving break or fall break when I have time to sit down and breathe. Um, otherwise, it's gonna sit in the library until May 2022. But uh, pleasantly, let me say this pleasantly shocked i'm excited that there's a 10 out there that i totally missed out um being that i like hurricane studios i like the borderlands but i not i like the dishonored games uh i never thought they were like that caliber of game um so for arcane to be doing this shout out to them boys like i'm happy for them they've got their series they've got their Probably they've been in the kitchen cooking, so I'm excited to see what this has. We'll see. Do you have anything for that one, Matt? Not your style either, right? We've talked about it before. Yeah, it's a game for someone. <laughs> All right, and the next one, this this one was more up my alley. Not quite as much. Uh, I think it's T'Chaya. Um, musical adventure game. Kind of gave like uh, Animal Crossing sort of kind of vibes to it. Huge open world. Um, looks stunning. And that kind of arti- more artistic, less realistic. I don't know what you want to call that, but fun kind of look to it. Um, I'm I'm intrigued, but this is one that I'm intrigued about most because it wouldn't just be me playing it, but I could see anybody else in my family playing it. You, you use the ukulele that you get in the game and you actually play it kind of like the, the guitar in Last of Us 2. Um, same kind of style and, game, and you know, circle mode uh, as far as choosing your, your notes. Um, and that attracts animals to you and stuff like that. So I'm interested in this one. Um, I can't wait to see more on it. But I will hold any other opinions and you know till I get more. You guys, uh, it's interesting that you said that it, it gives you kind of like the Animal Crossing vibes because I I don't want to say I adamantly was just like I'm not an Animal Crossing person, but I never thought of myself as an Animal Crossing person till I picked up Animal Crossing, <laughs> and then that was a radical few months there. Uh, so I like I could see myself just like getting the game to experience it. But again, as we come back to, we pick our battles, right? So we'll kind of we'll kind of see as it gets closer uh, to game time to make that decision. Caleb said, "Meh." Uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is coming to PC and PS Five. This was another one where I just kind of I watched the, the video later. Um, so I just grabbed the little whoop and moved it on on over. I have played Uncharted 4. I beat it. I didn't play Legacy of Thieves. Um, but it's essentially the same game, I guess, just prettier. So if you like Uncharted, you're going to love this. 
next up, okay, th- this is so this is where starting. Hold, hold on, can, can we can we can we roll back for a second? Because um, for Uncharted, with because it's being remastered for PS5 and PC, do you think they're gonna get any additional content for that in regards to the movie that they're making? Uh, nope. I think this is specifically going to drop around the same time as a release of the movie on the PS5 and on the PC, so that, that way it will increase their player base mm. um, and potentially give them a draw to start working on the follow-up. As we know, Naughty Dog right now isn't doing anything. Um, there were rumors that another studio was actually going to take over Uncharted because... Um, who who is it over there? Uh, director of Last of Us, Neil Druckmann, kind of said he's done with Uncharted. He doesn't want to do anymore. If I remember correctly, um, so I think there was another studio who's to take over that over, but there was a lot of kerfluffle around it that happened earlier this year. Mm. Um, who was it? Studio that did uh, Days Gone. They were in the talks to take over Uncharted. Who was that? I don't know. Because, I mean, yes, that makes sense to me. Uh, that, that it drops around the same time as the movie because they want to capture new fans who either just go to see the movie for, for Tom Holland or for whatever reason, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and then... Uh, just like oh there's an entire video game based off of this and it's like no the movie was made from the video game um i i just i just don't know if there's anything extra they could like i i get they're done with it they kind of like want to wash their hands of it but i i feel like they're also maybe missing out on something they could do for people that have also just like straight up loved the game and just want to return to it and for people like you that have already played it like what incentive is there I, I think I think this is one of those situations where they're more banking on that Witcher effect that happened when it came to Netflix mm. um, and then providing the fans, the diehards, the visual upgrades to see the new landscapes in a prettier picture. Um, I don't think... I, I can't... Caleb, you shook your head. I don't think we'll get anything out of this, especially considering they're bundling two games together. I can't imagine we get anything else. Yeah, I, I think this is just one of those like alley oop plays. It's literally the fourth quarter. You're up by fifty. Like the other team is literally just on the court, and like you get you get an easy layup. Like it, it makes sense, but it doesn't add anything to. It doesn't add anything for anyone. Now, are there people out there with? A, Uncharted tattoos that are going to run out there and buy this? For sure. Um, absolutely. Do this. When this drops on PlayStation Plus, inevitably, am I going to scoop it? For sure. A thousand percent. Hop on the thing. Press triangle. Go straight to the PlayStation Store. Hit the game tab. Boom. At the library. It's going to sit there. When I'm 89 years old in the in the in the in the gaming old people's home, because we know that's coming. Mm-hmm. By the time I, by the time I'm ninety, if they're not if there's not a gaming old people's home, somebody has failed at marketing, and these kids need to get on the ball. I'm giving you free content here, kids. 
get to working on that business plan, young Charlie. <laughs> so yeah, it looks like the movie's going to release February 18, 2022, and the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection um, is set to release early 2022, so seems very likely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then we started getting to the really... We, they, they showed off Gran Turismo 7 um, on PS4 and 5 coming out March 4th, 2022. Again, this is one of those where I have no skin in the game. Uh, I remember playing three Apex way back in the day on the PS2. Had fun with it, but it was mostly because I was playing with Buddy. It's kind of that that side of enjoy the game rather than the actual gameplay itself. Cars aren't my thing. They're great. I love using them to get me around places, um, but I'm not a gearhead. Caleb, it this looks seems real like, pretty. Yeah, it looks it looks it looks, it looks really 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 pretty. I think this is probably. I mean, same thing for Xbox. These games are meant as a technical showcase of the power of these consoles. Like that McLaren looked lovely. I'm not playing this game. All right, we'll 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 yeah. Uh, and then we started to get really fun. They they kind of did the and then there's one more thing, one more thing, one more thing without actually doing the one more thing because they just wanted to end the show on a high note and I think they executed it perfectly. Um, the Marvel logo came up, if I remember correctly. The Insomniac logo popped up, and then you're in a bar, and you see a dude's arm. It's all bloody on the knuckles, and then it pans back behind the bar, back behind uh, the dude sitting at the bar, and the dude jumps up with a knife, and then back to the knuckles, and you got the claws of Wolverine, adamantite. I'm excited for this. I'm also very tepid. And the reason I say that is because I'm, I feel like this is an announcement that is so far out. It's wasted. Mm. Um, and, and not like, Oh, I don't care. I don't want to play this game. Like I want to play the game that drops, but I don't want to sit here and try and be hyped on it for two years. Yeah. Three years before Agreed. I play it. So it looks Agreed. cool. We'll see. Yeah. Looks cool. I was excited. I'm glad that they are going the mature route with it. Insomniac has come out and says Wolverine is going to be a more mature theme with more adult stories, which I like. Somebody pointed something out. This is Wolverine with the eye patch. So it's not quite old man Logan. But it's like '80s Wolverine, like gruffy Canadian neck beard Wolverine. So it's gonna be my man's is gonna be out here real good. Like um, Insomniac has yet to let us down with a superhero story. They have yet to let us down with any of their Marvel properties. I mean, Spider Man was great. Miles Morales was great, and I'm sure you're gonna follow up a conversation with Wolverine on Dun Da Da Da. Spider Man too. There we go. I was I was I was literally just gonna I was gonna wait. I just I just wanted to see how long I could leave you hanging. 
uh, yeah, they cut they cut right into that Spider-Man tree trailer. Um, again, looks absolutely stunning. Venom's in this one. There's a lot of speculation as to who else is in it. Because if I'm not, mis- uh, I don't know all the Spider-Man characters. So please excuse. Yeah, I know Caleb. Roll your eyes at me. I'm sorry. I'm not a Spider-Man oh, fan. Um, but uh, like, uh, <laughs> you know what? You go, Caleb. No, 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 you, no, you got it. No, 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 They showed off. They showed off some of the characters. It sounded like uh, Craven was the actual voice speaking throughout the trailer. They showed off Venom, um, which I would love to get Venom and Carnage. You know, there's two Spider-Mans. We're gonna get both in this one. Both Miles and Peter come back. Um, who else did they show off? I know they showed off one of the characters. So there's rumor that. Uh... I think there was someone said we. No, never mind. Never mind. This is I'm talking about completely different pro- properties. I'm crossing multimedia, so just You're crossing that. the movie with the game. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they sh- did they show off anybody else? Who's electricity guy in it? Didn't they should have him in it? Yeah, electro. That would be really cool. That'd be fun. But I, I but the thing is the thing to know I don't remember is seeing him. Miles had different electricity color in this one. That was yes, the thing. And so at first at first I was just like, oh it was like, oh maybe Electro could be in it. And I'm not saying that's impossible. But it also could be a byproduct of him encountering Electro. I'm just saying. They do amazing like at this point, I don't want to say, like, I blindly trust them with what's going on, but I'm not worried about what they're going to present to us. And I like that you brought up, like, maybe we could see Carnage, because I would love nothing more than... You remember, like, in the first Spider-Man, where you're just minding your business, and then Taskmaster runs up, like, he pulls up and says, oh, you thought it was sweet out here? If Carnage did that to you in this game, oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be so terrifying and so fantastic. Game of the year. You know, gonna be honest with you here. I don't remember that part. <laughs> it was some. Of, it was like a, some of the side quests where you could like fight Taskmaster, and then yeah, he he'd literally just pull up out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, what's this? And then just out of nowhere, right hook. Run I, I should probably play that game. <laughs> it should happen. Uh, Actually, it will. Maybe I'll be right next to Caleb and old folks so I'm getting down on Spider-Man's. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it, it ended uh, it ended so beautifully. Um, we got some a look at God of War Ragnarok. Uh, we see Atreus with he's he's very angsty teen, preteen, teen-ish kind of style. I like how the first thing they showed of him was a direct callback to the first, to 2018's God of War where he's bringing in a deer. Like, if you remember in the first one, he was afraid to shoot the bow, uh, afraid to kill a deer, didn't want to take the life of anything, and then he goes through the entire story of God of War 2018, and he comes out of it like a bant, just like, I guess, just slaying animals now so he brings in a deer all by himself like the callback um 
showed off some phenomenal things from the game. I, I don't remember all the characters' names. Some really bad at names, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. But we got we got my dude Fat Thor. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, and I'm loving the discourse that's going on, on the internet. How people are pissed off because he ain't some sexy hunk, and everybody out here talking about like, look, the strongest men on earth. They got they got a <laughs> thick layer of fat. <laughs> Bruh, I'm here for that. I'm here for that narrative. Let me tell you what. And you think like look at any of the like the strongman world championships or whatever like those dudes they they don't have a six pack like the Hemsworth brothers do they got they got a kegerator going on and I'm all about that life, um, but no they showed off some new looks like some new vistas some new areas what was it tier tier the the giant from tier. In the, in the, tier yeah that went went through all the lands. Um, that we kind of caught the story of in the 2018 God of War. I'm glad we get to see him and talk to him, it looks like, in the game itself. Um, Mimnir is back. You know, we got that awesome head. Um, Freya's, Freya's back. Freya. Yeah, Freya's um, back. Sorry, I've been reading a book that has a main character's name is Feyre, and so it messes me up all the time. Um, Freya's back, so I'm cool to see that. Uh, we have the the twin dwarfs are back as well so looks absolutely phenomenal i cannot wait what did you guys see in that trailer that got your hyped? um actually at the end of that go first real quick because you got it um I'm, I'm gonna say this and i'm speaking really quietly because i'm afraid my card might be revoked i've never played any of the god of wars <laughs> and so seeing this i'm so excited for you guys this looks fantastic pick your battles <laughs> random funny. hands random hands right now random hands random hands right now right now ps5 right you got a ps5 yeah on the on the ps5 you have this thing called a playstation collection if i'm not hey, mistaken hey, there's hey, games. Hey, you have, no 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 we give you your mic we give you the microphone now it's time you sit back okay so there's all kinds of games you got you got some fallout on there you got some mortal Kombat. you got uh you got all ratchet and clanks on there i know you got the ratchet clank off yeah i know you know it's there there's a small game on there called god of war yep and let me tell you something yep i hated god of war uh-huh. OG God of War, one, two, three, whatever, Ascensions, Assassins, whatever else came out of that, I hated it because Kratos yeah. was such a bland and boring character. Yep. Set that game up, <laughs> put it on easy mode, and just run it through the story because that story is by far one of the best stories I've ever played in the video game. I just need to interject with, with, with one thing. It was purchased a while ago. Like it was down, like added from the collection a while ago. Like, yes, almost a year it's been on there. As long as PlayStation Collection's been around, that I, it I just have not touched it. I've had no desire to touch it. I'll make you a deal. You play God of War, I'll play Spider Man. <laughs> I, the stream wars begin. Yeah, you know what? That yeah, okay. Okay, I'll take you up on that. I'll take you up on that. You I mean, come, come, come back to us afterwards. 
come back to us afterwards and tell us what you think about that God of War. Though. Like, who? No, like, I understand. Like, it, it's everything about that game looks fantastic. Everything people are talking about it, and it's a shame that in a single year we got the God of War, we got Red Dead Two, and Spider Man. Criminal. Criminal. Well, two of those oh, games. That was a good year. Two of those games you needed to play. One of those games. <laughs> they just walked away from. The, coincidentally, the one you didn't play. <laughs> no, no, that that's the game I oh, should have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. played. I played one of three. Uh, I remember when they showed off uh, when I went to a little conference uh, before Red Dead Two came out. They showed off a, a thirty-minute gameplay footage of them actually playing the game at this conference. Bro, I was so bored by Red Dead Two. I. <laughs> Like I'm not talking like oh, no, Greg. No, I was knocked out cold, just done getting the goodsies. I was in the REM sleep for 30 minutes. Like I was out when they were like, "Oh, look, you can hunt." I don't care. I'm out. I'm done. Listen, so, that, that first part uh, of Red Dead I Two messed was up and so me. boring. I'm not even gonna lie. But hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do what you want. But Caleb, go ahead. Tell us about what you were expecting from this new God of War. What did you like about it? First that? of all, the disrespect in this room for Red Dead. Y'all need Jesus is all I'm going to say. Uh, but coming back to God of War, who boy. Uh, everything else was great. Every, like, new new areas to explore, wonderful. Tear, big surprise. He's still alive. I'm hyped. And they team up. You have two God of Wars teaming up against the gods. I'm excited. I am hyped. Freya is no longer uh, this alone goddess in the woods. She is coming for your neck. That looked hype. Um, there looks like there's new shield gameplay. So uh, the shield was criminally underused in the last game, if you ask me. But it looks like they've actually put a lot of effort into making like sword and shield play meaningful. You've got the Blades of Chaos doing their things. You've got the Leviathan Axe back. But most importantly, story-wise, it looks like Atreus thinks he's got some hair on his chest. And he's trying to... <laughs> when he was like, you know, it was like, maybe that's what mom wanted. And Kratos had to be like, boy, if you don't... Lower your goddamn voice right now. Who do you think we're talking to? That that alone? Collector's edition. That's all I need. That's all I need. When Kratos stepped, you don't know what your mother wanted. I was like, oh yeah. This Yep. Run me run me this game. Run me this game right now. <laughs> yeah, as as Caleb was saying, Kratos looked at him and said, You want to screech? Don't catch his hands. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's fine. But no, like I, it, it's beautiful. It is. I this is the. There were two games, three games. I was really excited for this one: Project Eve, God of War, Ragnarok, um, and uh, I keep forgetting the name of that. Forspoken. Three games I can't wait for that came from the showcase. I am excited. I think they ended it on a high note. Um, my one issue with this entire showcase is we didn't get dates. Very, very, very little got dates. Nothing exclusive got dated at all. Was, um, uh, I was, think we got... Did uh, Spider-Man, was, did they say that was 2023? 
2023. Okay. All we got was Windows or years. We didn't get any hard dates. Unless you want to include Deathloop on tomorrow. Like, right. Okay, we got the day for that one. That's already been out there. Yeah, it's like um, a campaign. Uh, Ricky, check your daggone emails on your phone. Golly, my 34,724 emails. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting your business out there. Dang, that's a lot of emails. Dang. Sorry, he just sent me a text and I'm just distracted. Wow. Um, hmm. Yeah, we didn't get any dates, though. Like, we got no dates from, from games. Uh, and that's, I think, and that's why I can't get excited for things like Wolverine. It's hard for me to get excited for Spider-Man. Um, it's hard. Like, I'm excited for God of War. All we have is a year. So 2022, does it come out in April just like the last one did? Um, you know, we have starts the year off sounds like uncharted and horizon next year so like we didn't get anything from this march for gta but is that real are we going to get it in march or is that coming out in september um nights older public don't have a window for spoken if i'm not mistaken it's 2022 uh tiny tina's we got we did get a date on that one um project eve doesn't have anything Alan Wake, if I don't remember, didn't have anything. Like a lot of these games don't have dates. And that that to me drives the hype. Like that's what builds it for me. If you have dates on there and you got something you look forward to, cool. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to a dream. That makes sense? Yep. Dial in a dream. Where's J. Cole? Where does it look like? I just I just did you quote him or did I quote him by mistake? <laughs> you said you had a dream. I said a dollar in a dream. <laughs> okay, you said a dollar in a dream. Okay. Because <sighs> I ain't got a dollar. All right. Was there anything else? You guys, you guys have any other thoughts on this whatsoever? All right. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about that happened this week in the video game world? Because I feel like this is the biggest thing. It's the easiest uh, grab for us. Yeah. There's minor things that happen. I think there was one thing that happened this week, and I'm gonna man, I'm gonna regret opening this can of worms right now. Um, <clears throat> I see your compendium was updated. <laughs> yeah, boy. So I don't think the actual compendium was updated, but Sea of Stars did stop their silence. I think the last time they tweeted was like late July. So it's been almost a month and a half since we got anything from them. They gave us a little gift of one little homies doing some movement stuff, which I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but boy, was I hyped to see that they weren't quiet no more. Um, I am so excited for this game. As Matt kind of let it up, you opened up a can of worms. I'm going in on this one. Sea Stars, go follow them on Twitter. I cannot wait for this game to come out. I am super excited for this one next year. And I know I said I can't get hyped for games that don't have windows. Look, I can break that rule with one exception. And this is the exception this time, okay? It's a JRPG. Looks like a 16-bit era. Very fluid-looking. Very fun. Action JRPG style. I'm here for it. I can't wait. I just need them to shut up and take my money and give me something in return that I can then play. Uh, or, or, you know, don't take the money either way. No, I'm here for it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I can't wait. Thank you for calling that one up because uh, I've, I've been a little a little depressed with the silence. But I'm, I'm glad they're still out there. 
Anything else, guys? See, last time I looked, they had 16,813. Still the same amount of followers. I'm not going to say nothing, but ever since I tweeted, things started happening. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I mean, sounds to me like you need to keep tweeting. <laughs> Caleb, where can they find those tweets that you make at? You know what? Live on air. I will actually get my correct Twitter handle. At mentally underscore mook. On Twitter and Instagram. Holla at your boy. Uh, if you also watch British YouTube, follow me so we can talk about the glory of Chunks and Philly's friendship. <laughs> if you know, you know. Matt. Guys, as always. Where can they find us at? First of all, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Matt underscore Gutu. Um, and as Greg is so equally enthusiastic about a lot of things that he's talking about, I can be bought to be that enthusiastic about things. <laughs> so <laughs> you can feel free to throw anything my way, and I will do my best. If I jive with it, I'll let everyone know. If not, we're we're gonna have to have a chat. But you know what? Just tweet at me at Matt underscore Gutu. I'll let you know whenever I start God of War. But until then. You can also catch me running Destiny 2 because the time is now in the words of John Cena. But we super appreciate all of you. You can follow us on all social media at the TDM Show on Instagram, on Twitter and Facebook at TDM Show on Instagram. We're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. So pick your favorite. Just go ahead and type in Team Deathmatch or the TDM Show. Don't forget to favorite us, like us, review us, and share us with a friend. It's that simple. And you can find me on Twitter, talking about Sea of Stars at Tonksy, T O N N K S Y. Just Tonks, if you want to find me in the consoles, that's Xbox and PlayStation. Just send through the request, let me know what you want, uh, what you're coming for. And, you know, I don't mind playing online games with people I know or people who specifically want to play with myself. I'm just not jumping in that Call of Duty uh, lobby and hearing Call of Duty stuff. <laughs> And get mad about it because yeah i'm not i'm not here for that i'm not i'm not here for that uh guys we appreciate y'all listening we love y'all i really need y'all like even if it's that sixteen thousand eight hundred fourteen next week that is improvement so go follow at sea stars on twitter so that compendium will upgrade and give me more informations or just the numbers will increase we love y'all can't talk to y'all next week wash your hands be safe <laughs>